the insurance cards, get out the co-pays. The office is open, my friends. Brought to you by DrRoto.com. Yes, and here we are, week 16, Consistently Cash and Podcast. I am your host this week, Ron Rigney, taking over this big, cushy host chair for my guy, Colby Conway, who's not with us this week, still taking the week off, enjoying enjoying some family time. So uh, glad he's out doing that. And for the second straight week, recording that second straight clutch game is <laughs> the godfather of consistency, Mr. Bob Lung. Bob, Merry Christmas Eve Eve. How the hell are you? Doing well, excited for the season, uh, excited that the weather is going to be decent up in Ohio. So there's sorry for you white Christmas fans. Uh, I saw a lot of it when I was a kid. I'm done with it. Uh, I'll take 50s and rain, even if it's rain. I'll take 50s and 60s, which we're supposed to get. Maybe not as warm as you down in Florida, but we'll take it. And uh, just excited to spend time with the family as always. Uh, it's always fun because you've got this going on. It's interesting this year because season-long leagues always ended on Christmas weekend. And I always said it's kind of the Christmas gift that you gave yourself if you win a title. This year, not so much. Now it's you're going to enter the new year as a champion, I guess, and that's okay too. So uh, I know we're both doing well in our leagues and our playoffs, so uh, excited for that. But today we're going to talk about DFS, and as always, I'm always super excited to be part of the Voltron Lab. For sure. We're going to – and as we always do this, you know, we take that consistency concept – we apply that to your cash games. So the way we do it, we're going to give you our game to target, our games to avoid, as we always do. And then, you know, Bob has had the outstanding, the the privilege, we will mm-hmm. say, of building that Voltron lineup with me the last couple of weeks. One of the most fun things to do here at DrRoto.com. So we'll build that. We built that off air. We're going to break that down for you as we go along. So here we go. So first off, let's go with our games to target. Or Bob, which game are you targeting in your DFS lineups for week 16? So I think the game that I'm really excited to watch uh, for many reasons, one, because I'm a Browns fan and there's lots of playoff implementations to be played out. And that is not the Browns versus Packers. It's the Bengals versus Ravens. Uh, It's in Cincinnati. Again, the weather is supposed to be decent. Uh, This should be a super high scoring game. Neither one of these defenses are great. They're solid. They have their moments. But this is an AFC North clash for first place. Uh, I feel like there's going to be a lot of points scored. Um, I'm definitely uh, excited. And I know we have some players in our Voltron lineup. I've got some in some of my lineups that I've looked at this week. Um, and so I really like a bunch of them here. You got Mark Andrews. Uh, you've got probably Tyler, Tyler Huntley, maybe at quarterback, uh, Joe Burrow, Joe Mixon, all the receivers for Cincy and the Uzi could be uh, a good pick this week as well. So love a lot of players in this game. Agreed. I'm with you on that one. And so I'm going to go with the Rams and Minnesota as my game to target. And 48-point total sitting the way it looks right now in Vegas, I think that it has a lot of potential to be over that. You know, mm-hmm. I think the Minnesota has been terrible against fantasy wide receivers. So you've got, obviously, Cooper Cup. I don't think we need to say a lot about him. you got Van Jefferson. you got Matthew Stafford. Tyler Higby, I think he's off the COVID list. I don't own him anywhere, so I'm not sure on that. But I do know Minnesota hasn't been great against fantasy tight ends either. So he's another option you might have. Get a sneaky start in there and, you know, maybe save a little bunny, a little bit of money in your cash lineups. When you look at the other side, obviously you got Justin Jefferson. Going to have a tough matchup going against Jalen Ramsey. Kirk Cousins is a cheap option. You, you know, you've got the running backs there as well. And I did see an alert a little bit earlier. It looks like Cam Akers is going to be activated for this game. Now, we'll have to see 
what kind of role he has on that Rams offense. You know that they have got three deep at running back and they feel comfortable with all those guys. So might be a situation you might want to avoid, but definitely worth noting. Of course, you got Dalvin Cook is always in play. You got Tyler Conklin if you want to yet again go for a, a you know maybe a contrarian play as far as your, your tight end. But I think this one definitely has potential to be past that 48 and a half point total it sits at right now. So games to target right there. Bob, what's your game to avoid for this week? Well, you got it was if if everybody was playing to be different, but I'm going to go with the Bucks and Panthers. You've got two good defenses on both sides of the ball. Both are top ten in fantasy points given up to most of the positions. Uh, but more importantly, Buccaneers are of course are just depleted. Uh, they've lost Chris Godwin. They've lost Leonard Fournette. They may may not have Mike Evans for this game. Um, that is going to be a real kick in the nuts to Tom Brady and that team. Uh, we already know that the offense of the other side isn't very good. Um, there's talk that Cam Newton may play a quarter, and if he isn't doing much, they'll bench him and put Sam Darnold back in. That's how bad it's getting in Carolina. Uh, so I feel like this will be a low-scoring game, Good, two good defenses. Uh, normally, again, Tampa's offense is, is you know pretty impressive, but not with all these guys missing. So I feel like this is going to be kind of a slugfest, uh, field goals, not a lot of fantasy points to be scored. Um, if you have Tom Brady, this may not be a good week to start him if you've got better options, but you never know. It's still Tom Brady. Yeah, and just and just quite simply, you, you look at the the options from this game, there just isn't a lot. And I and I don't know how much plainer to make that. When you look across, yeah. it's just not good. And this is one of those weeks that, you know, Tom Brady is one of those guys that you, you know, if you're in a yearly league, you're probably starting him. But I don't know if you feel real good about starting him this week, especially with that depleted arsenal that he's got. So my game to avoid this week, and there's not really much you need to say about this one, is Jacksonville against the New York Jets. I'd love to see how many people actually tune in to watch this game for all four quarters. It's sitting at a 41-point total in Vegas. I don't know if it makes it to that. You just don't have a lot that, that you like about this. There's just not a lot to get excited about. I mean, maybe the running backs, you know, James Robinson, Michael Carter, I could see people starting them. I don't have faith in, obviously, either one of the passing attacks. I don't have faith in either one of the defenses. Just I don't think there's going to be a lot to see here on either side of the ball. And if it makes it to that 41-point total, I think it's going to seem like a, a real barn burner if it does that. Who knows? But not going to have a whole lot of shares from that game going into this week. So without further ado, let's get to that ever-important, that ever-popular yes. podcast-exclusive Voltron. Voltron lineup. And so, Bob, the way it worked out this week, we went back to DK after going to FanDuel last week. Went to DraftKings this week, and I'm going to go ahead and let you start because you picked the guy that's going to be the signal caller that's going to lead us to fantasy glory this week. Who is it? Well, not just anybody's surprised if you just listened about three minutes ago when I said that I was all in on this Ravens-Bengals game, and I'm going with the man, the legend, Joe Burrow. Uh, again, Baltimore, 27th in giving up fantasy points to quarterbacks. This is going to be a shootout. I expect both teams to be in the 30s if not upper 20s at worst. And so, you know, he's averaging 19.2 fantasy points. He's only $5,900, which I think is a heck of a deal for a quarterback uh, that can put up those kind of numbers this week. He could easily throw for three or four touchdowns. This is going to be a monster week for him. I'm all in on Athens, Ohio man, Joe Burrow. Love that at $5,900. And so that leads me to our first running back uh, the week for the lineup. And I never thought I would see a fantasy lineup heading into this season where I would see Cordero Patterson is going to cost me more than our starting quarterback. But lo and behold, here we go. And that's who I'm going to go with this week against Detroit. 
The Lions have been on the season's second worst as far as defending fantasy running backs. They are giving up the second most fantasy points per game to the position. And I love the the way that Atlanta has found ways to get Cordero Patterson the ball in space and allowed him to make mm-hmm. plays. The, the guy is he, he's a, he's a big play waiting to happen. Hasn't really excelled in receiving or rushing, but has been really good in both. And the weeks that it feels like he hasn't gotten you the yards on the ground, he's got him for you through the air. I like the fact that, you know, Lions have only given up 50 receptions to running backs, but of those 50 receptions, eight of them have gone for touchdowns. They've given up 14 rushing touchdowns on the, on the year. I really like this matchup for Atlanta. There's other than Kyle Pitts, there's not a lot going on there. There, There's a couple guys that have kind of emerged. You're going to hear a little bit more about this game than you think you might, but the first (laughs) guy that I'm going to go with in that game is Cordero Patterson. So, Bob, who's that second running back that we're going to go with in this Volshawn lineup? Well, this is a guy that uh, if you've listened to all of our shows that we're recording today between Ron and I, I this is kind of this is a guy that I n- never would draft in, in you know in, in its season lead because his consistency never has been that good for a season long. But right now, his consistency is off the charts. The past two weeks, he is averaging 20 fantasy points a game. And he's only $5,600 on DK, and that is Miles Sanders. They're going against the Giants. The Giants rank 25th in giving up fantasy points for running back so far this year. And I really think he will continue that hot streak. You know, Jalen Hurts is back. You know, the only thing I'm always concerned is that Hurts, kind of like Cam Newton, steals those end zone touchdowns. But I'm confident this is week he's due. He hasn't scored one in two weeks, even though he's averaging those points. So I'm going to go with Miles Sanders at $5,600 as the second running back on this. I like it. I like, I like that touchdown upside. If you listen to the monkey knife fight podcast, we, we broke that down for you as well. We like Sanders in some of those games too. So make sure you check that out also. And I like that, that price point at $5,600, especially as much as the, the Eagles are running the ball, leading the league and rushing. So I'm going to go to our first wide receiver and I'm going to go, you know, we're going to do a little stack here. You went with Joe Burrow. So I'm going to mm-hmm. go with T Higgins. Yep. And T. T. Higgins, I like Jamar Chase this week, but I'm going to go a little bit cheaper with T. Higgins sitting there at 6,200 bucks. He's averaging 14.7 points per game on DK. Had a nice quiet week against Denver last week, which you can't really fault him for that. Denver, you know, plays great pass defense, but the two weeks, the three weeks prior to that, has gone over 100 yards, scored a touchdown two out of those three weeks, and Baltimore is only tenth at defending. The, or I'm sorry, they're giving up the 10th most fantasy points per game to the position on overall in the season. In week seven, in the first matchup, in that huge blowout against Baltimore, T. Higgins was targeted 15 times, went seven for 62. I think there's a little bit more room for him to go a little bit more off than that. I think he finds the end zone. I definitely don't think we see two weeks of subpar performance from T. Higgins, but I think that you know with Jamar Chase getting all the attention that he's going to get, I think T. Higgins is a nice in a nice spot there at sixty two hundred bucks to give you that nice stack with Joe Burrow. So I'm going to kick it back to you, Bob, for the next two wide receivers. The way that they, the way that it worked out this week is you got those two. So I think we're going to hear about that Detroit Atlanta game a little bit more. <laughs> in fact, we're going to hear about it not one more time, but two more times. So as much as this pains my soul, I'm gonna I gotta pick Russell Gage. I mean, he has been red hot. Four straight clutch games. He is certainly the focus in this offense without Calvin Ridley. Uh, you know, Kyle Pitts keeps people honest. Port Patterson's been getting the ball out of the backfield. But Gage has been red hot as of late. And again, he's playing Detroit, not the best defense. But last three games, or last four games, 18.2 fantasy points, 26 against Tampa, uh, 10 against Carolina, 23.1 against San Francisco. That's Gage's last four games. 
at only 5,900 bucks. The only other person I actually thought about putting there was going going with the other Cincy stack and going Tyler Boyd at 5,100. But I went with Russell Gage. I feel like he's got a better shot because he is the main target. Boyd can get lost in that offense sometimes. So I'm going to go with Russell Gage as the second wide receiver. The third wide receiver, we're going to go to the other side of the of the ball, and that is for Detroit in Amon Ra St. Brown. Again, here's another guy who has been super hot as of late. All of a sudden, him and Jared Goff are just clicking. Last three games, 12, 11, 12 in targets for him in those three games. 23.5 fantasy points, 15.3, 24.8. That's his last three games. And that was against some decent defenses like Denver. Now he gets to go against the uh, Atlanta Falcons, who ranked 28th in giving up fantasy points to wide receivers. And here's the thing. He's only $5,600. So I feel like these are two nice price breaks. Both are getting massive amount of double-digit targets, both of them, in all of their, their last three games. Uh, this is something you want to keep going and I just feel like this is, you know, they're playing in Atlanta. So they're playing their dome. There's no weather concerns. It's perfect. I think this is a big shootout game. Not a lot of defense on either side of the ball. Definitely could be. And we've seen Detroit, you know, we saw what they did with, with Arizona. We've seen them playing well as of late under mm-hmm. Dan Campbell. So yeah, I definitely agree with you on that. I think that could be one of the games that could definitely eclipse that point total that Vegas has it at as of right now. So let's go to the tight end spot. And, and if you listen to, the consistency pod, you're going to hear me talk about this guy. I like him going into 2022 if you're looking ahead to that already, if your season is over. And that's and that's Cole Komet at tight end. And I know that overall in the season, you know, he's not one of our more consistent options. He's only four for, four for 13 as far as clutch games, but has really come on as of late. He has two clutch games out of his last four, seen a ton of targets from Justin Fields, and I just kind of feel like that they're building that rapport and last week, six for 71, earned his fourth clutch game of the season. Love him this week going against a Seattle team that over the last three weeks has allowed 228 yards and three touchdowns to the tight end position. We, we know Justin Fields as well. If you listen to the Consistency Pod, I talked about him. He's got two straight clutch games heading into this week, so he's starting to show a little bit more consistency as of late. We know that the Seahawks, we, I just feel like they are trending uh, downward in a hurry way more than than a lot of other teams in the league. A lot of that has to do with their quarterback play. A lot of that has to do with the defense as well. So needless to say, Cole Komet in your lineup, $3,300. There's a couple low price options this week, but I feel the best about him in that matchup against Seattle. So flex spot, Bob, where are we going with our flex spot this week? Well, we had $7,400 to play with, which is a reasonable amount. So I went back to the running back position. I looked at wide receivers and there just wasn't, what I wanted in that area, um, you know, they had, you know, like Jamar Chase was there at 7,100. Again, thought about doing the triple stack, maybe a decent pick. Um, but then Evans is there. Thielen is there. Godwin's there. Well, they're all hurt or they're out. So then you start dropping into like Hunter Renfro's and Tyler Lockett. So I didn't like that at all. So I went to running back and sitting at a perfect $7,400 was Najee Harris and them playing against Kansas City. Uh, Kansas City is 22nd in giving up fantasy points to the running back position. They need Najee Harris to control this game so that the Kansas City Chiefs don't jump out to a big lead. I mean, we know Big Ben can chuck the ball around. It's it's certainly something he can do. But I feel like if they can give the ball a lot to Harris, whether it's out of the backfield and passes uh, or running you know, behind the line, 
all of those situations are going to keep the ball out of Kansas City's hands, and this is what Pittsburgh needs. I think they're going to use Harris a lot. I can see him easily getting double digits, if not even close to 20 fantasy points this week. And I think a decent price pick point there, too. I mean, he is the third highest, which is surprising uh, in this situation, but I felt he was worth it. I like that there, and I'm, I'm, you know, I really needed a decent game from him last week. So hopefully he writes the shift for those who are still in the playoffs and, and puts up some numbers. And last but not least, the defense we're going to go with this week, and and there's a couple there that I, that I like the matchups that they have. I think they can produce some points, but I'm going to go with the Chargers at $3,400 against a Texans team that it does not look too good for Brandon Cooks uh, playing this week. We'll see where that goes. I haven't seen if he's vaccinated, unvaccinated. I don't know where that kind of stands. But even if Brandon Cooks plays, I still think the Chargers are, are, are going to be able to put up some points as far as your your daily D, your DFS defense this week. <laughs> Davis Mills at quarterback, nine interceptions in eight starts. I there's not the other and beyond Brandon Cooks, we know that there's not a lot to like on the with that offense. We know that the Chargers haven't been great against the run, but there's not really anybody in that Texans backfield that really is going to make anybody uh, any, afraid at all. And I think the Chargers are going to be able to uh, spell whoever's back there, and it's not going to be a big day for any running back that's going to suit up for the Texans. So we'll go with the Chargers at 3400 bucks. So that's our Week 16 Voltron consistently cashing lineup. Let me go through it for you again. We got Joe Burrow at quarterback. Your running backs are going to be Cordero, Cordero Patterson, Miles Sanders, wide receivers, T. Higgins, Russell Gage, Amon Ross St. Brown, Tight end Cole Komet, you're going to flex out Najee Harris, and you're going to go with the Chargers as your defense, and that's going to leave you $0. So I feel like we made good use of our money this week, Bob. So that's going to uh, wrap up what we are going to do. So, Bob, where are we finding you this week on them internets? You can always find me on drrotor.com. All the consistency, all the time, all the information you need, consistency report, data, and article. And, of course, Ron and I are sharing lots of duties this week in Colby Conway's absence. So check out the Monkey Knife Fight article and podcast also on the site. And, as always, you can find me on Twitter at Bob underscore Long. All right. And you can find me on Twitter at The Real Mod A. And, as Bob said, you can find us with the consistency show that's always over at DrRoto.com. You can find us on the Monkey Knife Fight podcast. Find Bob's article for Monkey Knife Fight over there at DrRoto.com as well. And check out my Week 16 Start sit. Hopefully, I can help you make the, the call on a couple of those tough decisions that you've got in your fantasy playoffs. So, wrapping it up for week 16. Everybody, enjoy your holiday this weekend. Enjoy the family. Merry Christmas. Happy Kwanzaa, whatever it is that you celebrate. And we'll see you right back here next week. And as always, stay consistent. Thanks for stopping by the office. Get your fantasy prescription by subscribing to the channel and checking out drrodo.com. And until the next visit, be well and take care.